Probably science. I am Andy Wood. With me is Matt Kirshen. Hello. And uh, Brooks is out this week, unfortunately. So we're doing a, a three-man record. And uh, sitting directly across from me is a gentleman you may have you may have first become aware of him as runner-up on uh, Wanna Be a VJ on Every MTV. Day of my life. Every day of my life, I come back. <laughs> it's just I, I have it's a fine. personal. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but I was going to say, since then, you have gone on to far surpass uh, Jesse Camp, who was oh, who was the winner, and you've you've seen our. Our guest on such programs as Reno 911 and uh, Best Week Ever, uh, DVD on TV, and um, many podcasts and, and many many live podcasts. comedic appearances. Is Dave Holmes? Hi, Dave. Holmes. Hi, sorry, I butted in twice. Oh no, no, that's intro. not at all. Welcome, uh, Dave. Thanks thank for you very us. much. Thank you very much for having me. It's a beautiful night. We're outside. We We're are indeed. In I'm going to set the scene for the listener. It's a beautiful Wait. evening. Twilight. There's there's oranges falling. They're the of their own accord. Yeah. They're leaving the trees. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful looking oranges. How do they taste? Those Pretty actually rank. are decorative. Of into- There's something wrong with that tree. <laughs> really? Someone tried to do some kind of uh, Frankensteinian splicing yeah. and ended up with a breed of oranges that aren't edible. And also, the tree has thorns. I don't think orange trees are supposed <laughs> Jeez, to have thorns. No. no. It's odd. Like, but in the back, farther back in the, by the pool, there is uh, there are two orange trees and a tangerine tree that are edible. And a lemon tree, which I have actually been um, subsisting entirely on fruit from that tree for the last three days. I've been attempting a cleanse. Just, just lemon? Well, it's the master cleanse. You, okay. add, oh, you're you do doing lemon that? juice on three days. I haven't had solid food in 72 hours. Stop really? it. Have, so we're, we're in the home stretch right, right now, huh? I, I might stop tonight because it's getting to be too You much. are aware as well that cleanses are bullshit, right? Well, I will say this. There is nothing <laughs> solid left inside me, and that's sort of a cool thing. I, I don't know why that feels to me, but knowing yeah. that... Yeah, but that has no actual benefit. That, it's not like it's not... But it, it's, it's probably a good little, like, reboot. I think it's a good reset button, right? It's one of those things that there's certainly no harm in doing it, and I've heard lots of people claim great things from it, so why not at least try it? I think it? They're probably, like, there's probably value in it because you're doing the cleanse, you're not having anything caffeinated or... You're you're not having some of the shit that you'd right. normally put into your system. Right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I'm not drinking. I mean, I don't think I've gone three days without drinking right. in a while. <laughs> but yeah. I, I think I think you would achieve the same health benefits if you just spent ten days or have long the cleanse is meant to be for eating fresh vegetables and fruit and yeah. not drinking and not drinking caffeine or alcohol. Well, right. I am dr- I'm eating fresh fruit essentially. It's a, it's like a juice diet almost, even though it's right. you know, it's lemon juice and then some maple syrup for sugar and then cayenne pepper for some reason. I don't know why that's right. Why is it you didn't you're just doing it yourself. Uh well, actually April, former guest of the show and my girlfriend April Richardson is doing it as well and she doesn't like me talking about it for some reason. I'm like, "What? This is well, Why is my girlfriend let me talking about her shitting on a podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it's, are you but are you making the things yourself or are you, you getting like a prepackaged no, it's, I, I've literally been pulling lemons. So off. actual you can fresh try lemons. That. I've been pulling lemons. I don't lemons want to. <laughs> okay. I don't want to off at all. Off the tree, and then I've got a juicer, and then we just bought some some hippie organic maple syrup. That's it's grade A maple syrup. And okay, right. Mix that up. It's the highest grade. Highest grade I you assume. can get. Canadian. Interestingly, this is actually not the case. Grade B is better than grade A, according to the websites I've been looking at. We can find grade B. But, oh, well. Uh, oh, well. You can you make do with what you got. But, I have been thinking about doing uh, one of those myself. Not that one. Not like really? the lemon and cayenne pepper one, uh, but like uh, pressed 
uh, there's it's like a juice place on uh, on Santa Monica, and they they oh, have like yeah. a thing of seven juices that you just you drink the seven juices for three days and and that's it. This Not because how- like I feel like I can do a better job than my own kidneys at at like doing <laughs> kidney work, but I feel like I just want to hit the reset button. I want to not have anything solid for a little bit and just like just see what happens. Yeah. Just monitor all my shit and just see see if it see what happens. You know it, what I mean? It is interesting to see what happens when you also do. I don't know if that diet involves this, but uh, the daily thing I do in the morning is also a glass of sea salt water. Oh, which no. I guess because it's the same density as your blood. I didn't look this up, but for some reason, I guess the, the reason that salt water dehydrates you and you can't drink it is not that it's not actually bad for you. It just kind of goes right through you and brings other things with it. So uh-huh. you drink that pint of sea salt water, and right. for the next hour or two, you're not you're not leaving your house. Okay. Um, okay. But that's kind of a cool thing also because then you, I feel, like I said, I like the idea that there is nothing in my system right now. Right. You know? Yeah. So you're sort of... I can start over with... So scary. this is less like for cleansing reasons, more because you get to feel like a colon magician. Right. Sort of. Well, nothing, also- nothing in the guts. Nothing in the guts. Da-da. <laughs> it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see the first thing that, you, that comes out of you. Like, right. What, what, what exactly will it be? And yeah. will it be like, will it just shoot right out? Well, now you know there's nothing inside. You could do things. You could run experiments. Like you could, you could eat some sweet corn and then time how exactly long. how long. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've been curious. You about could have that. races with April. But I've also been curious about the theories. People have said that there, if you do this cleanse long enough, which I'm not going to, they say that like you start to get to the point where some strange things come out of you that have been there for decades. Here's the thing I've heard know. about this. There's, there's supposedly right because people I stayed with, like I used to live with, did this cleanse, and they're like, yeah, on day eight you get like this kind of like black like solid shit that comes out and it's like and it's all the toxins in your body and they all coagulate and go out and then i sort of read up on this and one theory is it's just the maple syrup that makes a lot more sense wow. rather yeah, than every toxin being pulled out your system yeah. it's it's the shit you've been drinking for the last six days coagulating yeah it's like the quackery behind have you heard of ear candling oh yeah there's absolutely no way ear candling could work because if it did work and they say the reason is because you're burning the end of this funnel and so that's drawing air through the yeah, funnel but the vacuum that's created is so it's minimal so weak and if it was yeah. strong enough to it would have burst your eardrum anyway yeah and the things that accumulate in there are just a product of the fact that you're burning this thing and not anything yeah, related like, to all this black rats. shit kind of gathers at the base of this candle that I'm burning like toxins are going to look evil themselves <laughs> yeah. when they come out they're going to yeah. look black and menacing you know yeah, what I mean that's what they have to for us yeah. to wrap our heads around it they have to be like exactly this thing frowning. came out of me that was red and black and had a cape yeah <laughs> yeah I'm uh, I I want to do that but I'm doing I'm doing the Hollywood half marathon next Sunday oh, and wow, I don't cool. want to I don't want to spend three days just drinking juice before that because no, I feel can't. like I will die. Like I will, not... I will die on the streets of Hollywood. Yeah, in in short shorts. But also, here's the thing: doing the marathon is probably going to do far more right. good for your health than yeah. drinking yeah, that's nonsense. What I yeah, and I'm like, and I'm sort, I'm not drinking for a few weeks beforehand. That's yeah. a bigger just, thing. You know, it's than... a much bigger thing. So, how long have you been training for the half marathon? Uh, I've been training for. Uh, like since the beginning of the year. Wow. You know, yeah. I mean, I you know I run a lot. I've done like a marathon marathon. Okay. Uh, so I just yeah I kind of I, st- I, I I guess I started the official training in like early February. Like nice. the by okay. the book, you know, run this amount. Oh, of yeah, it's really quite regimented, isn't it? It, it is. Yeah. To do a certain long bit and then a rest yeah. for a certain amount of time and then uh-huh. distance. Yep. And I'm afraid not to do it by the letter. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, I just I want I want to follow it 
like to the fucking period because because I'm afraid I really am afraid that I'm just gonna like shit my pants and my toenails are gonna fall off and I'm gonna die. You know what I mean? Like so, I just I want to do everything exactly right. Right. So will so the, far, will so the training protect you from shitting your pants? It will. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it really will because really? you learn you learn what your body does like at, as you go lengths. a little bit further and a little bit further. If you, if you take it on all at once, you will seriously lose control of your body. Yeah, yeah. Like people like people literally shit their pants. Well, that happened in um. Uh, like quite famously to Paula Radcliffe who's the long distance really? champion yeah in the Olympics I think it was the Olympics it was like the Olympics oh, wow. or the London Marathon and she won like she's, really she, yeah she's a British she, long distance racer <laughs> like in, yeah. in the long run she is very well known still for it's, it's very famous you can find it online I've just she's, I, I'm she, not gonna she basically she basically sort of pulled up squatted pulled to one side <laughs> yeah let fly on the street business. and then continue to oh, con- dear God. continue to race. Oh. That's the level of discipline that that is my, elite that is my she greatest won, fear. Correct? She won. She yeah. won. Yeah, she had to stop to <laughs> make a number two. And <laughs> wow, she. Uh, I, I do the Nike uh, GPS uh, app on my phone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's this thing where it's like you can sort of map your run and it tells you how fast you're going and how long you're going and all that. And uh, and and if you're if you're flagging, you hit hit this button for a power song. <laughs> yeah, like you choose your power song that always yeah, like yeah, yeah. gets you moving, and uh, but then at the end, uh, a celebrity or an athlete will congratulate you for having finished. And sometimes it's Paula Radcliffe, and I will right. never hear her voice the same way again. That's great. I will you know always check my trousers. Been. Yeah, that's that's always been my fear with running. I did actually ran cross country in high school, and for some reason, running always caused that reaction in me. Right, and I well, imagine it's because it, it's because the blood is all flowing to your legs and stuff. That's the same reason. Like when you when you're nervous, you get butterflies, and that's because your your blood everything is going to the bits that you need for the fight or flight reaction. You need your stomach's not important in that scenario. That's why you know you shit yourself through fear. Yeah, your, okay. that's the everything goes to like your legs, your arms, the bits that count in a in a in danger. Yeah, because I I used to have to actually take breaks on the long road runs when we were training for cross country, and at one point I even and I shouldn't have admitted this to anybody because I was <laughs> never I never heard the end of it the rest of my high school career, but. Uh, when I was a freshman on the cross country team, I had to stop and knock on a stranger's door to use their bathroom because that was preferable to me to just going in the wood. You know, that yeah. makes sense. That's like that's yeah. not it's a that civilized cr- thing to civ- do. It is. I-, I knocked on the door. I said, "My name's Andy Wood. I'm on the Huron High School cross country team. Do you mind if I use your bathroom?" Very reasonable request. They yeah. let me. They but weren't weirded did out. You take your shoes I did off. It. I should have taken my shoes off. Um, the only problem was I told somebody else on the team, and so that became. The thing that dogged me my entire high right. school career, but also like that, the, the, your sheer politeness—the fact that you did go to someone's house, which lost you crucial minutes—exactly um, <laughs> is probably the reason why you're here right now doing a podcast rather than Being giving Olympian. a world-class cross-country, giving runner. an inspirational yeah. speech to a group of young athletes. <laughs> right, I was a horrible, horrible. You could, it, it, no, Dave what? could have heard your voice at the end of his run. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is Andy Wood. <laughs> Can I use your bathroom? Uh, did that seriously though followed you forever? It followed me. My brother was two years is still two years older than me, and he uh, there were times when he wouldn't let me ride to school with him because he was embarrassed about being seen with me because of that story. <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah. And in retrospect, it's so benign. It's, it's not, so benign. It's just I had to use the bathroom. Yeah, you didn't it's, shit yourself. You yeah. That's part of the high school mentality. We all pretend like we don't have these basic functions. Like everyone in high school pretends they don't masturbate. We sure. pretend like we never shit. So yeah, yeah but it's like, I had to shit. I didn't want to do it in my pants. So I, I gotta say, the one time I had to stop mid cross country run to masturbate, it <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a good idea. Oh. That dogged me for a while. There was a kid in my class who uh, I went to like a seventh to twelfth all boys school, and that was like I mean that was just fucking warfare, you know, like it was fifty boys, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. all I mean like girls are bad, boys are worse, 
much worse. Definitely. And uh, there was a kid in seventh grade who, uh, like after PE, when we were all changing, just had the 12 year old boy in involuntary boner oh. and it was like oh and it i remember I mean, a kid at a swimming event had a oh but this i mean that there might have been girls there this was just a no, locker room full in, of boys no 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 no, no, no girls no. okay all right all right so all right but it it destroyed this guy's life oh forever for I'm six sure. years like for for literally the whole rest of, like that's all it takes and yeah. and like even even those of us who didn't bring it up were like so we didn't really defend him either yeah i mean we like would sort of step in and defend here and there but it was like yeah. that that whole sexual politics was like it was tenuous you yeah know? yeah and you didn't want to you didn't want to be seen whatever if you so, defend them you're suddenly as bad you could be tainted yeah, by right. their because totally. like, everyone's so fucking insecure right i, I right. can think of horrible things i said and did when i was that age because i'm i was so because you're so petrified of being being the one who's being picked on. Oh, yeah. Like, it's all just, He's got a boner! Yeah, it's just <laughs> relief that it's not you. It's just huge relief that it's not you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that guy is now a high school guidance counselor. Oh, like my that, God. Like, that was... I mean, that truly... That was, like, uh, an important erection that, like, it literally, like, changed, steered him through life. The erection heard around the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Wow. Oh, that poor guy. You think Thank he's God just constantly me. asking... <laughs> I wonder if it comes up if that's what he draws from when he's giving people advice. Oh, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does because he dealt with some terrible shit for six years. I yeah. don't. Wow. I don't know though how um how appropriate it is generally when you're counseling kids to stop talking about your boner. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think it actually comes up. But I think in his head, his, his yeah, yeah, he might like. I was picked on yes. for various things. Oh yeah, no, no, no. The no, details of which I am not legally not allowed to. He's married for the record and has children and stuff. Was not. It was right, just. It right. was just an involuntary. Involuntary erection. There's we nothing could, you can do about it. I feel like we could do an entire podcast of just recounting our own and people we knew of their defining moments that dogged them. Because mm-hmm. it's there is so I can think of so many right now, but I don't even want to go into them because some people are probably still trying to like get away from them, you know? Yeah. Yep. And might even listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, like those not. little mistake you make or a little thing that happens in eighth grade that just follows you for your whole high school career. Mm. So it's science. Anyway, mm. So science. So uh, science. So yeah. all of this diet stuff. Very, um, right. very quickly before we go, and I know we've got a story that's kind of vaguely linked here but Dave do you have any kind of science background we generally ask all of I guess not at all Nothing. not when, at all when was the last Literally science none. class you took was it high school uh, you know what actually I was I was, was pre-med for like a semester uh, and a half until I took uh, organic Oh and, god! Uh, yeah, and then that was That's that was the, the end of that. Yeah, that was the very end of that. And then I and then I actually I studied. Uh, I, I ended up majoring in psychology, and I was going to become a clinical psychologist, and I didn't. Okay, I, I just yeah, I, I just couldn't. Just I couldn't lost, do it. Yeah. Lost the interest. Yeah, yeah. I, I worked I, like I had an internship, and I I, uh, I worked with um, like head trauma victims at a VA hospital. Oh wow! And and it was great, but there there was this guy, and this is a fucking long story. It's not that long a story. Um, there was a guy who I just totally loved. He was one of the patients. He was great. He was like you know late twenties, something like that. Like he'd been in a motorcycle accident or something. It wasn't a combat related thing. But we totally hit it off. He was like a huge Clash fan and like could remember every lyric and whatever, but then would also just like wander off from his apartment and be missing for like a month because he had a head injury. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I was like, I can't – there's no way that I'll ever get to a point in my life where, I, where that won't totally bum me out, yeah. that I can't just fix right. that. I don't know how you, you know what I mean? Deal, deal with that as a job every day. Yeah. yeah like I'm either going to never sleep again or I'm going to become totally callous. And I just – I was like, nah, I don't want to do either. So I'm going to go be in advertising. Yeah, I know a lot of people that have gotten into nursing and I don't know how they can – I don't know how you can deal with losing, losing people. Oh, and yeah. With, and you have to. You can't – Yeah. 
It's it's crazy. Oh, you guys. I'd much rather be in this backyard watching rotten oranges oh, yeah. drop from a shitty tree. <laughs> <laughs> so they're a mess and they taste bad. <laughs> they're a me- yeah, they kind of they and, kind of and do... they try to defend themselves with thorns. With thorns. Yep. Yeah. That's a But anyhow, so of spe- speaking of that whole cleanse thing and diet in general, uh, an interesting study was just released that uh, analyzed the effect of diet soft drinks and overall health because I think there've been a fair number of articles that have linked uh, implicated diet beverage consumption as a cause of cardiovascular disease, but none of those studies did a good job of really controlling for the fact that some people who drink diet beverages also just have garbage diets in general. Right. So when so they, they control they our con- super fat, so they didn't control it at all. They just I guess that's all it is so because this, like, this oh, a study, lot of people who drink these people who are drinking diet coke seem to have heart attacks quite a lot as right. opposed to these people who are happy to drink non-diet drinks. Yeah, yeah, you'd think it would be the first thing you would control for when you're studying anything about diet beverage consumption. But anyway, so this u- new University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill study examined not only people's beverage consumption patterns but also the diets of those who consume diet and sugar sweetened beverages. And they pretty much broke everyone down into two groups as far as their eating habits go. One was the prudent diet, which was one with more fruit, fish, whole grains, nuts, and milk, and individuals who consumed what they called a Western diet, which had higher amounts of fast food, meat, poultry, pizza, and snacks. And the people who tended to be healthiest uh, were, be- were those who ate the prudent diet and did not consume diet beverages. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a lower risk of high waist circumference, high triglyceride levels, and uh, metabolic syndrome. But the second healthiest group was individuals with a prudent diet who also consumed diet beverages. So it's right. really, it, diet beverages in and of themselves aren't bad have for you. It's just no effect. It's more common that a person who eats the Western diet thinks, oh, maybe I'm, this isn't in the study, but maybe they think, oh, as long as I drink this diet drink, I can keep eating the rest exactly. of the garbage food I do. And exactly. that's going to cancel it out. Yeah, it removes all the bullshit yeah. that you're eating, which it doesn't. No. So yeah, when they, when they take diet beverage consumption into account, people who ate the prudent diet had the better cholesterol and triglyceride profiles and slightly lower risk of hypertension than those who ate the Western diet and also diet beverages. So yeah, basically what really matters is your overall diet. Diet drinks aren't in and of themselves that bad for you. Right. Right. What do you, do you drink diet stuff? No, I don't drink soda at all. Really? And and it's not, yeah, it's not like a conscious choice. I just never liked it. Okay. Uh, Any kind of? No. Wow. Yeah, I've never had a soda that I liked. Like maybe once or twice a year, I will have a root beer, and that's like that's it. Like a fancy one from uh, some no, not boutique even. shop. No, not even. No. Just like an IBC or whatever. That's pretty. IBC is pretty high end for root beer. I think. Is it? <laughs> right. Yeah, I wouldn't know. But like, I, I, uh, I, yeah, I just never like soda. I have a soda stream at home because I like to do bitters and soda. Oh, okay. Um, and so yeah, I'll just make like just tonic water with it or soda water with yeah. it um, but yeah no I don't I um, I guess maybe I had a couple of sun kisses in high school when I was experimenting <laughs> um, but that's it no, I, never, I never liked Coke uh, I never never liked Sprite Dr. Pepper's okay wow. but yeah just water I've always been a water kid not even juice or milk that's just water probably very I mean like I, I think that milk probably shouldn't be cons- we shouldn't consume milk there's nothing logical about the fact that we would take right. what another animal gives its young and yeah. drink that throughout our whole lives yeah like, I don't yeah, well you I just think you know it. if it's good for a baby cough how could yeah. it not be right yeah. not that I don't love dairy products I, without, I could never be vegan because I couldn't give up cheese there's no oh, possible me either way. or butter yeah. I do like butter yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah no soda you guys you're drinking I, your own well, special I, Right now I'm right drinking now. my weird um, master cleanse diet, but I do enjoy a, a soda every now and again. And I, I've been, um, excuse me, 
I've been um, get a little cayenne pepper caught yeah, in the throat. Yeah, actually, is the cayenne pepper <laughs> that was causing. What? How does it taste? Like, does it? Is it? A, is it? A, you don't want to try it? it I, I think actually, it tastes you know yeah. good enough that I will. I will probably. I'll shake it up. Um, okay. Let me take. Yeah, a you don't want to. You don't want the cayenne pepper to settle yeah, yeah. to the bottom. You want to get yeah, a full no, cayenne. Kiss. The problem well. is the cayenne settles in the top. Is why oh, I'm really? shaking it for you. Okay. Um, I think I might actually make this as a drink. I was thinking the first time I tried it, I'll, without the pepper, if I just did the lemon juice, maple syrup, and water, essentially it's lemonade. Right. Just the syrups being used for sugar. Okay. All right. And I think I'm going to start making uh, cocktails with that, with uh, leftover vodka from the Bridgetown Comedy Festival that I'm going to bring right. back with me. That's not terrible. No, it's not terrible. That's not bad. That's not, oh, okay. Yeah, the cayenne is kind of lingering. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's not, it's not terrible. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't yeah, mind it's, it. It's better than I thought it would be. Have you I had think- any? Um, I've tried it in the past. Okay, yeah. you're good. Yeah, I'm fine. Don't I can. Worry. Okay, I, I'm aware but, of what. It but is. anyhow, I don't dislike soda. I like some of the um, fancy ones that have real cane sugar. You can find there's a there's a store on Ventura. That everything sells... has non like high fructose corn syrup in America yeah. rather than sugar, which is well, like, to the point that the Coca Cola with sugar is prized. Right. Yeah. Right, the, the Mexican with sugar Coke. Is, yeah, yeah. The throwback ones. They've been marketing those. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's what I I noticed. I. I started putting on weight for the first time in my life. Not much, but like you know, like noticeably, my weight never increased, no matter what I did or ate or how much I exercised or didn't. Yeah. For ten years, and I've noticed I've started to recently, and I don't know how much of that like is I've just got over thirty, and people have said that that sort of eventually happens when you sort of hit thirty, or but also I was talking to my friend Carol, and she sort of said no, it kind of started happening to me in America. I think really? it's just the amount it's just of just because of the process of the corn syrup. Yeah, yeah, the amount of food that you eat over here that isn't food that yeah. is the shape and color of food. <laughs> right. Yeah. But extruded meats and things. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, my my friend Emery, who I stay with out here, is particularly bad. Like he just has no ingredients. Like a lot of my American friends, no ingredients in the house. Right. Right. Just like stuff come. Like he doesn't cook very very occasionally. Like I cook sometimes there, but like he'll go, yeah, I, I bake these cinnamon rolls. And you, 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 that's not bacon. Yeah, you opened them and you heated them up. Well, he, he two different packets. The frosting was in a separate packet. Sure. Oh, okay. Well, okay. that's that's cooking. So yeah. that yeah, well, it's like, lids. Yeah, that's it's closer to painting than cooking. Yeah. But yeah. Still. My parents are very much the same way, and I, and I think it's like I, I, people who like I grew up in the seventies. My parents were married in the fifties. So previous to their getting married. You know, I think their parents cooked with all fresh ingredients and, you know, did a lot of toiling in the kitchen. And in the 40s and 50s, everything became very convenient. TV dinners, uh, frozen vegetables, canned things, whatever. And so we had a ton of that growing up. And I don't think I had a fresh vegetable until I was 30 years old. Wow. Because I just thought that that's, you know, like spinach was this awful glop that came out of of a package or whatever. And now it's like within the last 10 years, I've totally, like, I cook now. I try to, you know, I know what to avoid. I know what to reach for, whatever. And my health has gotten a lot better. But, like, I try to sell my parents on it, and they're just not having it at all. That's just what they're... They're like, if we want to lose weight, we'll do a lean cuisine. And it's like, that shit does not work. And it's like... Lean cuisine, still, when you look at the ingredients, it's just a list of chemicals. It's a list of... nothing but chemicals that you put in this nuclear box. Right, And, like, and heat up. And it's just every every step of it is fucking terrible. But I think that might go back to sort of the general faith that... Americans used to have in science and progress back yeah. in the post-war era, you know, because like that stuff, because we can do it must mean we should do it. And right. only decades later is everyone thinking like, well, maybe just because we can manufacture these things that taste like food doesn't yeah. mean we necessarily should. Right. Yeah. Because oh, that, was, that was the goal. That was the sort of the golden, um, 
that was like the target, wasn't it? Eventually, a pill. Like, in the in, yeah, like, in the fifties, right? Like in the future, we'll all just have a pill that has all the flavors in the world, and just yeah, okay. And that was the no, that was the target. No, that's not actually a good. That's not necessarily great. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to get a fucking Brussels sprout in th- your body. I think there's been so much life. increase in like technologies developed at such a rapid rate over a hundred year, the last hundred years. People have now gone. Maybe let's enjoy some of the, like scale it back a bit enjoy some of the non-technological things right. yeah enjoy some Quite of the nice basic look, human yeah. pleasure or something that, that grows yeah. out of the ground like flat like TVs are phenomenal but it might be quite nice to look at a view like look out a window or go on a hike or yeah. just, right, right. People, I think I think there's an increasing drive to kind of get away from some of that it's great that we have it and not, let's not roll technology back but no. maybe every so often voluntarily remove yourself from yeah, it yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. knowledge of the past unplug real I, uh, food is is probably better for all you. of this having been said uh, I want to try the Velveeta cheesy skillets so fucking bad have you <laughs> seen the commercials no, it's like it's uh, Velveeta is now getting into the hamburger helper game oh okay and so so they have this like cheeseburger shells and cheese situation oh that I God, just that after like, I'm doing uh, I'm doing this thing and then I have a triathlon in early May and then the week afterwards I'm making a fucking Velveeta cheesy skillet triathlon. you're Welcome to come over. Wow. There's steps from my door. I will do it. Uh, I'm fucking excited. About it. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. I've never tried a famous bowl either or a double down at KFC. Uh, I have not either. Uh, I did just do the Dorito taco. Oh, I did that. Uh, I did that. Okay, yeah. I, I have a thing where I um, every so often there's a there's a writer Adam Graham who I'm friends with, and we will. He's in Detroit, and I'm here, and we'll eat something awful from a fast food restaurant and like tweet about review it. Review it. Yeah, right. sort of like live tweet or review. We've done like the McRib, and we just <laughs> did the uh, the Dorito Locos Taco, which was delicious. It was fine. Yeah. Oh, was it, it good? Was good. Yeah. Um, this is making me really hungry. Yeah. I bet it is. You haven't eaten food <laughs> in three days. What the fuck days. is wrong with this? This isn't one of the stories we were going to cover, but uh, it. It did pop up when we were looking at the stories. It, uh, it seems to me an old story that's resurfaced that there's a possibility that antibiotics may cause increase in weight. Really? Because they damage some of the n- good bacteria that sit in your stomach. Yeah. And we overuse bacteri- antibiotics anyway, like in general in the Western world. We use, like in, particularly in the agricultural industry, and doctors prescribe it to their patients even though they don't have a bacto- bacterial disease just because they, they kick up a yeah. fuss yeah. and they kind of want it and... And it might prevent secondary infections, but it's bet- it's bad to do that because you get resistant bacteria. Yeah, yeah. But it seems like another side effect of antibiotics might be that it can cause it can kill H. pylori bacteria, which sit naturally in your stomach and do good things. And without it, you're more prone to things like asthma, hay fever, skin allergies, and uh, weight increase. And fat, fat, fat. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, uh, I wonder if I, am I gonna, is it? None of us are <laughs> am I getting rid of that same bacteria by doing this dumb cleanse? Because that wouldn't be good. I don't know. I, I don't know. But um, I don't think you're but, shitting out. Bacteria. But I do know there's been nev- there's never been any successful proper clinical trials of cleanses compared to just eating decent food. Again, I wasn't trying to say that I'm better than science yeah. by doing this. It was more that I was coming off of a weekend at a casino where they paid us in part in buffet coupons. <laughs> so April and I were both eating like maniacs all weekend. Yeah. I, and then debating coming home. I Actually, she that, was going to do the press thing also yeah. that you mentioned, that juice diet, but it's really expensive. I think it's yeah, like it's, $50 it's actually, a day or so. I don't know. It's a lot. It's $70 a day. I've, yeah. done, okay, the, I've done exactly mine, that. Mine is f- $30 oh, total for all lemons. three. Well, $20 in syrup is like 20 That's the only cost I had. Then the $5 cayenne pepper and the rest is the lemons. So you're, from my you probably tree. would have spent more than that in actual food over the course of the week. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I've eaten for the last uh, quote unquote eaten for the 72 hours for a total of thirty dollars. Yeah, right. That's not bad. I'm only halfway through the syrup, guys. There's plenty of syrup if you guys want some. <laughs> by the way, this could last me even longer if um, I wanted to. For everyone, um, here yeah. is a bacteria story though that is on, is on our list that we're going to be covering uh, this week. Um, <laughs> Where we else? Here's a bacteria. Here's story. a bacteria. <laughs> story. Fire away. 
that old segue. Here's, Andy's normally the one with the really cheesy segues. What? I know. Uh, but speaking of segues, mm-hmm. um, here's a story that bacteria could be a cause of OCD. Um, there's Please a, explain. There's a story. Um, there's a study now by the U.S. National Institute of Mental Health um, to find out and find out whether antibodies might cure it. Streptococcus bacteria, which cause strep throat, scarlet fever, and other infections, according to this uh, story in the New Scientist. Um, evade the immune system by making surface proteins that mimic human ones and the immune system eventually catches on makes antibodies to the proteins but they can even but these can then attack human tissue including the heart joints and the brain so this has been known to cause heart disease for a long time and also this nervous disorder called um i'll get this right sydenham's chorea um what's that i i don't know but i can tell you in a second please do but in the meantime i will tell you in children um it emerged a while ago. In children, this attack on the brain can inflame brain structures uh, called the basal ganglia and may precipitate a symptom, sorry, a syndrome whose symptoms include obsessive thoughts and compulsive rituals. In other words, it can cause OCD. Huh. Which wow. I don't know that this, I mean, this, it does seem to be the worst if you already are an OCD kind of person. Yeah. To find out that bacteria could cause it. Like, right. Oh, God. You're just going to start scrubbing your yeah. sides. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. start doing cleanses. But, I mean, I'm assuming it's the kind of thing that's like the damage is done early and then it's permanent? Or what's the... Do you know what the... Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it now, it sounds like. Um, it looks like uh, various... Um, te- testing whether various antibodies could cure it. Uh, like, if they know what causes it, then they might be able to find a cure. They might be able to deal with it. Uh, so ne- what so about the next uh, generation of stand-up comedians? What will they be fueled by if not these uh, Ooh, what, what about neuroses? Uh, what about A&E? I know. What are they going to do for programming? I know. People you can't fucking right, hoard yeah. and touch doorknobs and stuff. Do you have any elements of OCD? Uh, I have I have obsessive thoughts uh, that um, that I'm gonna uh, fuck everything up. Uh, that is like a form like I that it, it's a form of OCD. I, like I don't like I don't do the lights and stuff, but I have, yeah. Yeah, I have obsessive like doom thoughts that I'm you know that I'm working on. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I don't I don't have the I don't have the weird washing hands stuff. I don't ha- I don't have the kind that like makes me a tidy person, which I feel fucking. Oh, that would be the best. Yeah, that would be the, the best kind. Of yeah. yeah. Uh, no, you? I, I did. Yeah. I, like, I've mostly got over it now. When I, but I was growing up very much so. Like, I had, like, if I touch, if I sort of accidentally brush past something with my left hand, I would then have to touch it with my right. But right. then it would continue. Then it would, like, it had to end up being a whole sequence. It would kind of go, because then I touched it with my right, and that was kind of imbalanced. So it would kind of go left, right, right, left, right, left, left, right, right, left, left, right, left, right, right, left, and so on in, like, these sort of binary pairs. We so, have yeah, so much in common, Matt. We have so much. <laughs> in co- I had no idea. That's yeah, my upbringing as well. That's right. Yeah, really. And the, the other you one I used to have as well was I sort of imagine like if if there was sort of an invisible thread attaching people to surfaces. Uh-huh. If I walked past someone, so they'd sort of knotted up the invisible thread, I'd have to kind of go back the way I came so that I, we didn't get tangled. Okay, that's Wait, explain fun. That, explain that's, that's, that again. That's whimsical. How, does that, how does that work? I'm trying to picture this. Well, again. if you sort of imagine, like if you imagine you're going, you go into a room and there's. There's four people in that room. Um, I wouldn't be able to go to the left of a person on the way in and then to the right of them on the way out because that would sort of get the invisible f- lines that follow us knotted, tangled. But what if they move? Interesting. It's a lot to keep what track of. What if they move? Then, then I would, like, when I was younger, I, like, when I, and I sort of managed to sort of talk my way out of it after a while. But when I was younger, if I sort of traced, went into a room and they moved, I would, I would sort of, I'd keep a mental note of where they originally were and sort of and weave back around in the maze. Wow. That's Which, crazy. How old were you when you stopped doing this? I don't know, but I, I used to do material about the fact that I think the fact that I'm also a little bit ADD kind of cancelled it out. Yeah. 
right. so I start That's doing good. something obsessive, and then ADD would take over, and, and I you just get concentrated on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I just sort of I just get bored with it. So like, yeah, I, I and it, which is quite neat actually. It just ended up what it did is just made me someone who sort of procrastinates and faffs. Yeah, it just, interesting. Wow. No, I think I definitely have have OCD. I think it's like I can control it better as an adult. But I think it's also pretty common among comedians, from what I've heard from people's at least on their on stage acts. Like yeah. Pat Oswald talks about it, and yeah, I think mine mine was a lot of like weird math related things, like prime number, like having right. to do things a prime number of times, which is so nerdy and strange <laughs> it's the and nerdiest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I love it. You might have outdone my binary pairs. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it's pretty odd. Um, but what if we both just had an infection when we were five or something? What if we know? did? What if we had a, a, a symptom of Sydenham's career, which I now know um, is can cause... Uh, it's a neurological disorder of childhood relating from this infection via group A beta hemolytic streptococcus, which is the bacterium that causes rheumatic fever. And it's characterized by rapid, irregular, and aimless involuntary movements in the arms and legs, trunks, and facial mu- muscles. Whoa. Affects girls more than boys and typically occurs between 5 and 15 years of age. Some children have a sore throat several weeks before the symptom appears, but they may not. Might also strike up to six months after the fever is cleared. So uh, this thing that makes the extremities jiggly and stuff more often affects women, you said? Yeah. And is, it, could this explain why bitches be tripping? Oh, that's it. That's exactly it. I think, I don't know. I mean, there hasn't been a full-on peer-reviewed study on it, but, um, because you need, because you need some bitches who not be tripping as a control group. Right. Right. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, there's a, symptoms can, uh, they can appear gradually or all at once, and they may include uncoordinated movements, muscular weakness, stumbling and falling, slurred speech, difficulty concentrating and writing, and emotional instability. Women. Uh, and, (laughs) just, God, I hate myself for that. (laughs) Now, um, wait a minute. What if, what if this is the whole um, – because a lot of this stuff sounds kind of like, like things that now would be diagnosed as autism or right, like on, right. the, on the spectrum yeah, or whatever what they say. Autism would just... so like, but what if this thing is what's causing it and not like, like the, the vaccines, vaccines or, or whatever, the medication? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's, um... Because it would seem to time out in the same sort of way, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the know. vaccine thing's been thoroughly refuted, thoroughly, like, right. it's utter bullshit. But, um, but the, the, but the people who support it say more... that, like, it was right around the time that, you know... Right, right. Yeah, I don't... They were a kid and they were immunized for whatever the fuck. I don't know, because it, it... I Kids mean, it does seem to be... It does seem to be a different kind of reaction. Um, Here it goes. It, it can apparently vary from, like, in the very mild version, it's just sort of a halting gait and slight grimacing to... And, a, and then they can go right the way up to involuntary movements that are frequent and severe enough to be incapacitating. Wow. All right. Um... But yeah, I don't. But this is definite. They're saying this syndrome is definitely caused by this strain of bacteria. Uh, th- this is caused or by this the strain of bacteria. Okay. This is um. So that definitely is where the OCD behavior. Um, they the are currently trying out. to find out whether it is. So they're they're basically trying to find as with as they do with these studies as many kids as possible who had a throat infection mm-hmm. and either developed the symptoms or didn't. Um, and just tracking, like like tr- basically drawing a map and a chart of uh, and tables of kids with this syndrome whether or not they had this thing and then seeing if there's any kind of link right right did you ever have any kind of strep throat though in adulthood or childhood that you were oh, i'm sure i did at some point or another i didn't i don't know i had strep recently a year or two ago and it was miserable it really? was really bad yeah. it's the worst yeah. it is absolutely the worst yeah i had that i had chicken pox uh i had uh i had pneumonia in uh really? high school yeah How Actually, did you summer get pneumonia? before college i don't know i don't know wow yeah it was awful. I mean, really you awful. in the hospital for that? Uh, no, been... no. I mean, it was like really? a mild enough thing. I had to stay home for two weeks wow. or whatever. But yeah, I was uh, I was in bad shape. But whatever, I'm fine now. Hey, 
Hey Strong now. Like a bull. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the worst. It felt like I was smoking all the time. Wow. Every time I inhaled, it was like I was inhaling a cigarette. It you could awful. feel things rattling in your lungs? Yeah, or? yeah it was just, yeah, it was just That's yeah, awful. fucked up lungs. Matt, you? Have I've never had pneumonia. Yeah. I had I had all the kind of normal like I had chicken box and measles and mumps. Right, right, right. right. Have you had measles and mumps? Uh, wait, I, I no. just said right, 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 as if that's something I've had. Yeah, no, no, I haven't. You're not had supposed to have those. That's what you get. Uh, yeah, no, I think I, pre- I think for. I I think partly I might have predated the vaccine, and partly my mum is how old my, are you? Thirty-one. <laughs> okay, but my mum believes also. Like I know I I never got the whooping cough vaccine because that was the big scare when I was. When the, I was the vaccine growing up. was the scare. Yeah, there was yeah. um, yeah, the, the whooping cough vaccine could kill, and it turns out like all of these scares, bullshit. But it's quite like different scares are date and region specific. Yeah. So yeah. at any one time, you can you can often find out like, hey, you so you were born in France in 1985. Oh, I bet you didn't get this vaccine, right? Because that was the yeah. crazy scare yeah, in yeah. France that year. Yeah. And uh, and I, I was born in 1980, and 1980 in Britain. The, ta- the newspapers that my mum reads and believes were kicking up full scares about hoop- the whooping cough vaccine. Yeah. So I never had I that one. There are similar things with fluoridation of water, I think, that are regional and people are scared of fluoridated water. Yeah. But if you don't have it, then your kids are at a disadvantage for having healthy teeth. Yeah, and it's one yeah. of the reasons why until recently that the stereotype British kid bad teeth, like that fluoridated water, water was brought in in the 70s and yeah. British yep. dental hygiene Fantastic skyrocketed. Teeth. Great teeth. Yeah. I agree. My teeth are right. My teeth, yeah. are... teeth are awesome. Right great. Point. A, a, a pearly whites looking great all around the table. Everybody here looks Thank great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And your glasses are beautiful. Thanks. I'm a fan. I wish I could find that. I got to find some glasses. I I have a huge head and nothing ever fits on me. Too. Me too. But I too. hate wearing Giant head. contacts. So. Giant head. It's impossible for me to find sunglasses or regular glasses. Where did you? I, mine, uh, I'm sure mine's bigger than yours. But where did you find I don't your think glasses? That's true. Um, um, a place called Hotel Deville. It's right by. Uh, it's right next to Covell on Hollywood. Oh, okay. And uh, and I had had a couple glasses of wine, and uh, and I have needed glasses for a while. And I went over and I was like, you know, how everything just looks great after two right, glasses of right, wine. Right. Yeah. Uh, I tried these on and I was like, I love them. I need them, and I got them immediately. I'm, I'm actually happy with them. You know, I think it, it lasted through the next day. Uh, the honeymoon phase is still going on. You can try them. I, they're they're not going to fit. I will okay. break these. I don't think the arms will break, break them. Off. Okay, you might break. I've them. got a huge. You might break. <laughs> them. Take them off. Take them off. No, no, no hats. Your face is like the sort of latter stages of the Hulk. Like yeah, you just it's. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's bursting out of glasses. Yeah. A large, large noggin. Um, I wanted to ask you both this. Have, are you guys fans of uh, of caffeine as a tool to, for getting things done? Yeah. You think that's an effective thing for both of you? Yeah. Um, I think so. Am I, am I about to be proven wrong? Well, no, this, isn't, this is more about rats than humans, but no. it's an interesting study on them than the rest. And would you, would you both categorize yourselves as slackers, slackers yes. or workers in general? Are you... A hard worker, or do you tend more to be a slacker? I, in I, I definitely have strong slacker tendencies. Yeah, really, I'm pretty slack. Really? Yeah, I, I think you're both being modest. But uh, I, when I when I am working, I work. I like if I'm in a working phase, I can get a bunch of shit done. But it's also very easy for me to hit an oil slick and just veg out. Yeah, and yeah. not do anything. Um, yeah, so I, I go to extremes. But okay. I'm generally pretty slack. Well, interestingly, a study was done recently that looked at uh, worker behavior in rats and then also about the effects of various drugs on that behavior. Uh, There was a study that was done that categorized rats into basically two camps, slackers and workers, which you wouldn't think that that's a a thing that you can easily categorize animals into, but evidently uh, that is, in fact, possible. So in the study, um, the rodents analog of a workday 
would be the the rats poking their nose into one of five holes to indicate the location of a flash of light. That's like my work day. Uh, yeah, and it's just clocking <laughs> in. And yeah, where's the light? There it is. My nose is right there. Uh, by pushing lever before the trial began, the rats chose either an easy version or a hard one. In the easy task, the light shone for a full second, making its location easy to spot. In the hard version, the light briefly flashed for a fifth of a second, a time so brief that the rats had to really concentrate to choose the right hole. The harder task came with double the sugar pellet reward. So ah, using this, they could okay. see whether the rats were, were willing to do this extra work to get the extra reward, or if they were like, whatever, give me the easy light. I want half a sugar pellet. Oh, when sh- it comes to that, definitely worker. Okay. Yeah, if, you yeah. want, if sugar pellets are at stake. So oh, you, absolutely. You, you yeah, double, double sugar, pellet. sugar pellets. Yeah, and also, you know, yeah, I don't want to play this stupid game where it's like <laughs> it's up there for a full second, then the asshole can go in. in. So if you get a new like, iPhone game, you, won't, you don't play on easy mode? Uh, no. No. That's no. on principle. I won't even. If you play me and draw something, the reason you're not going to understand my drawing is because I won't let myself go for anything except for the three coin difficult drawing. Mm-hmm. I'm, oh, yeah, really? I'm I'll go for way. the two. I'll go yeah. for the two sometimes, but I do. I do instantly end games with people who just write the word. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I screen grab it to shame them. Lots who of the people. Fuck does that? Strangers, oh, not, really? not people we know. If you just okay. make a random game happen. I, yeah. ju- I just started with this like three days ago, and I already have like 38 I games. I have 20 games that I'm not playing. Yeah, I can't Ugh. keep up with it. But yeah, people will just kind of. Or they'll, they'll draw a bit of it, and then they'll just write, like, this is two pack. Right. Go, well, you start. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Somebody That's I played, bullshit. this stranger on the internet, had the word yield. And to draw yield, she drew a yield sign, then wrote the word yield inside it, and misspelled the word yield. That's right in front right of her. She spelled it Y. Uh, e I. Yes, I was like, "What is it? Is yeah, Y E I L D." God in heaven. I almost misspelled it. Anyhow, so uh, so we're not slackers when it comes to iPhone games. It probably no. wouldn't be for sugar pellets. No. Um, but interestingly, so these rats, once they categorized them into the slacker rats and the worker rats. They gave the rats uh, amphetamines and caffeine alternately to see what kind of effect that had on their worker versus slacker behavior. And for the slacker rats, the amphetamine sharpened their mental work ethic, making the animals more likely to choose the harder task. So amphetamines turn slacker rats into worker rats. Right. Good to Um, know. But the amphetamine um, caused the workers to choose the easier options so amphetamines will make a worker into a slacker and a slacker into a worker weird yeah but then caffeine turned the worker rats into slackers but didn't make the slackers work any harder so caffeine brings everyone down to the level of the stupid slacker so so caffeine kind of makes you just kind of go okay gotta get it done gotta get it done easy one easy one easy one gotta get it done maybe that's it but then again i don't see how amphetamines are that much different from caffeine in that regard i would think it's the same kind of thing you're amped up you want to let's never find out (laughs) uh but i mean the stereotype of like of, of uh, tweakers taking apart bicycles and things like they want to be busy with their hands and yeah. get shit done right right you know I have a uh, I have a friend who uh, who is like in AA and stuff and his uh, his sponsor was uh, was a big meth guy uh, and like you know went into recovery after you know doing a ton of crystal meth and he uh, he relapsed after many years and was gone for a few days and like you you know your typical sort of you know meth yeah, binge yeah. type of deal and so he called my friend after like after he sort of ran out of meth or sobered up or decided to you know whatever and uh, I was like god you know I'm coming down can you please come over like I just I want you to know I relapsed I need your help whatever so he went over to, he went over to his apartment thinking like this is going to be super roach infested and like I'm going to walk into train spotting or yeah, whatever yeah. and he said he went in and it was like everything was organized perfectly every corner was spotless <laughs> yeah. like it's just I think he this guy just did a full day of cleaning 
Right. You know what I mean? Because he like he was just never stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Similarly, hardest working guy I know, the guy who was actually supposed to be here with me, uh, Scott did. Uh, I sh- I shouldn't be telling tales out of school, but I'm going to. Uh, did Adderall. Like somebody had some Adderall, and uh, and I, they were trying to finish a script, and so he was like, "You know, give me give me an Adderall, see that, if it works." Yeah. And uh, and he was like, he, he felt like he was high and couldn't get anything done. Wow! And it was just like, oh really? Because I do know wreck. people who have very successfully written scripts to deadlines on Adderall. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing with Ritalin that I've heard is that it can yeah. alternately. I mean, isn't part of the purpose of Ritalin to? Wait, it's for ADD to make you focus on things. Yeah, right? well, so is Ad- Adderall is supposedly meant like you. That's what you get to prescribe for. Right. You kind of you tell your doctor I can't focus, and then they give you Adderall, and then you sell it to your friends. Right. Uh, and snort God, it at parties. I, I need that doctor. Yeah, yeah but then if you doctor. don't have it, I guess it's not always effective at doing the, at just increasing those same habits in you, which maybe is sort of similar to what's happening with this study, I guess. Yeah, I, again, I, so I remember someone telling me that sh- she had ADD and got given Adderall, and it was terrible for her. Like it really, it was, it didn't work on her. It had the opposite yeah. effect. Like. It was, Interesting. Yeah. Science. So, science, you guys. We're learning things Come all on. the time. Stay off drugs. I do think the meth guy with the clean house it reminds me uh, of a great idea to combine a sort of recovery program with uh, just a made-for-hire yeah. service. You know, yeah. Couldn't there be a way to utilize this? made-for-hire with strict supervision. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> While they're coming down, like, use this. It's, it's, just like, it's like wasting solar energy. It's just out right. there. Why not harness this? Harness put it to the better good. Are, yeah. are any of you worried about tweakers. these tweaker rats that they're creating as well? <laughs> a little <laughs> yeah. bit, yeah. Yeah, a what are they going to do once they release them from all this? Yeah. And just back into the, you know, like back into society. They can't, they can't hold down a normal rat job. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they'll have the cleanest rats' nests. Right. Yeah, it's true. You want those rats in your house. Those. Have you guys heard of Rat Kings? I don't mean to take us off track even farther, but uh, I think it might be totally a just a uh, legend. But um, <laughs> supposedly, <laughs> rats growing in tight spaces. This is probably easily looked up on Snopes and disproven. Um, but sometimes rats will get their tails entangled and just sort of form one giant uh, organism out of like 10 rats whose tails can't come untangled. That sounds like someone's nightmare. That they're oh, just gonna, oh, something like a six-year-old girl look, cow. If you look no, up Rat King, no, you'll, find, like you'll find mummified nope. things of this. But, you know, of course, it's, it's, probably, uh, it's probably made up. It's probably... It's totally made up. That but if you do real. image search Rat King, it's awesome. It's too horrible. It, it can't be real. It's like 20 rats that all are just tied at the tail. <laughs> Oh God, that's awful. <laughs> that that really just made my skin crawl. Well, oh. look at my computer for a second. No, okay. no, no. I'm not or going to. Let the record reflect. Did you look it up, I am not man? doing uh, it. No, I will do it in a second. But here's um. I will drink your fucking potion, but I will not look at the rat king. <laughs> here's some other animals that are up to no good. Um, turns out bottlenose dolphins occasionally organize gang-like alliances. Um, well, guarding all... guarding females against other groups and occasionally changing sides. Wow. Well, that's that's just animal behavior. Everybody runs in packs, right? Well, not all of them. Right? They don't. They don't change. They don't change packs necessarily. Right. Do they have like initiation Do ceremonies have, and things? Yeah, you know, and musicals. <laughs> yeah, the sharks are particularly feared. Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Um, but yeah, they. Um, I love these ideas, like because we have this idea that dolphins are meant to be these friendly kind of creatures, but no, they, you know, they're badass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, know, but they're so also dolphins smart. are fucking killers. That dorsal fin will kill you. Yeah, they, like, they really are. What do you like, mean? They're beautiful and docile, but but seriously, like in the wild, they are stone cold killers. Dolphins. Really, they really are. I just see them as these general companions when I go out surfing. Like it's the, it's the highlight of my day when dolphins swim by right. packs of surfers. That's they seem cool. to come closer. Like they want to see what we're doing. But next time, next time you see that, look out for the three different types of organizations, the three okay. different types of uh, dolphin alliances uh-huh. that this um what are those? This study has found. 
Okay, the first is pairs or trios that work together to capture and herd female, like fertile females. Okay, okay. so like you know, that's a group like, a of, like the rapists. It's a wingman. It's like yeah. they're following the game. They group of three Strauss's buddies book. going out to a club to yeah. creep. Yeah, sure. Like yeah, you, exactly. You yeah, it. sorry. Again, yes, the Neil Strauss of yeah. of the Dolphin World. Well, one of them is mystery. One of them is uh, is style. Yeah. Good yep. God, I never watched that show. Uh, I, I, the hat, the hat, the hat. Off. It's uh, the fingernails, the hat, yeah. uh, goggles, and everything it. about it. But the book, the book is an interesting read. It's uh, yeah. it's not just a how to guide. It's a story about this guy going through the ranks. It's, it's interesting. But isn't yeah. that, isn't the hat? But that's part of the deal. That's like it gives you a talking point. It makes you stand out. Like hey, called, yeah. that's called peacocking. That's one of the. You got peacocking. You got yeah. your negs. You get, which is like Very a backhanded nice. compliment, like an insult, basically, to a really attractive girl who's never heard anyone insult her. Like you go up to a girl who's just gorgeous, and you're like, "Oh, you have the cutest little Bugs Bunny overbite. I love it." Like you're complimenting her, but like you're insulting her, and she's not used to. I mean, you say that to a girl who's so used then, to being. She then yeah. gets all insecure about her face, and like, and, Suddenly, and when she's insecure, then you have the upper hand because you're yeah. now the dominant one. Uh huh. And she's like, God, I better fuck somebody. I feel so yeah, bad about yeah. myself. I better yeah. prove myself to him. Yeah. Oh, wow. How diabolical. And then if you're if you're hanging out, if it's like if it's two or three dolphins who are like trying to woo a third female dolphin, they might uh, they might go up to one of them might leave the pack, go over to the female, and say, uh, I got to get right back to my buddy over here. But I just I had to ask you a quick question, and then some kind of like conversation starter. But like giving yourself an out so they don't they're not worried you're gonna come and hang out with them the whole night you're like i just i gotta get right back to my friends but real quick i wanted to ask you this uh-huh, so then they're not uh-huh. their guard is down so then the, the dolphins might do that maybe one of the strategies yep, so that's the first that's the first order then in a second order alliance the animals form teams of between four and 14 males which mount t- attacks on other groups to take their females or to defend against attacks so that's more like your classic west side story dolphins right right yeah, yeah. Snaps, like clicking snapping their uh-huh. fins yeah yeah, yeah. They do that for a sense of identity. <laughs> uh, okay, I get that. I get that. And then, um, and then the third and like the top level, the dolphins have friendly relations between these larger teams. So they join forces to form larger dolphin armies, working together to defend their females against other large aggressive groups. Wow. So how how big can these armies get? They it say? doesn't say in this article, I'm afraid, but I'm guessing like I'm guessing like the standard Spartan 300. Right. That's a that's a standard makes amount sense. of uh, dolphins sense. to hang out. What is the plural noun of dolphins? You think? Well, the collective noun. The collective noun. Oh, sorry. Right, right. <laughs> it is dolphins with an S. You're right. Yeah. You just put an S at the end. It's yeah. not dolphi. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, what is it? Dolphoon. <laughs> I, I it's a gaggle. I don't know. A deck. A uh, murder. A pack. Is it Or is it like a herd? Sure. It's probably a herd or a herd. flock or a school. You're actually what looking at a herd. I'm sure. Herd's good. Herd of dolphins. I want to see. I, I would love to see a gang of dolphins exhibiting gang like behavior in the water sometime. I would like to, just in their matching. Uh, it is My, a pod. Uh, a pod of dolphins. I think I have heard that. Oh, okay. I think. Is that, hang on, is that right? Uh, yes, a pod, pod but also dolphins. school um, and pack are acceptable. Interesting. I think it would have to be a pack if they're the snapping fins type that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or a badass. A badass of dolphins. Yeah, an bow, army, an alliance. <laughs> I like it. Oh, speaking of the ocean, uh-huh. uh, Jeff Bezos, CEO of Amazon, yep. is is um, making an effort to recover the Apollo Eleven engines, the engines Which that fell off. They? They're just sitting at the bottom of the ocean because they would have fallen off of the aircraft as soon as it. So these off. are the so initial right. like booster rockets. The initial booster rockets, right? Um, let's see, uh, an undersea expedition spearheaded by Bezos used sonar to find what he said were the F one engines located fourteen thousand feet deep. In an online announcement Wednesday, the Amazon CEO and founder said he's drawing up plans to recover the sunken engines, part of the mighty Saturn V rocket that launched Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins uh-huh. on their moon mission. 
James Cameron wants in on this, doesn't he? I'm sure he does. We've yeah. already talked about his crazy Mariana Trench expedition he's going on. That sca- just hearing about it scares me to death. Yeah. I, I don't know what motivates you to want to do oh, that. Oh, my That's- God. I can't. I can't. I would go to space before going that deep underwater. And I like the ocean. I would take yeah, that Yeah, I don't want to do either. Yeah. Way too claustrophobic. I, like, I think the idea of exploding in, in zero pressure is much less scary somehow than, than being crushed at infinite oh, pressure. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Have you, do you scuba dive? I have scuba dive, but again, you only go about 50 feet deep. Yeah, so with right. Most. Yeah, like I, I've gone 20 feet down, which is what, like, which your first, your basic open water certificate yeah. gets you. And that's, that's pretty deep, but it's still shallow enough that if everything fucks up, you can freeze swim to the surface. You can Right, but you, but you have to do it just the right way or your lungs will explode. Breathe out the whole time. Yeah, you have to you know? continually breathe out. Yeah, because yeah. you've taken in, you've taken in compressed, like you've taken in air to your lungs at a 20 meters depth worth of pr- compression. Right. right. So yeah, if you don't if you don't constantly exhale as you go up, that air will expand as the pressure releases. Yeah. And, and then you die. And then you burst like a balloon and that's very bad. Right. But you can but the, that depth you're you're probably not going to get like any kind of decompression sickness or anything as long as you right, breathe out. Still. See, there we go. When I when I scuba dive dove whatever uh all i could think about the whole time once we got under the open water was like i'm gonna die oh right. my lungs just yeah. burst and i didn't feel it uh oh i was exhaling but i wasn't doing it enough right whatever. like i was constantly fixated on all the shit that i was doing wrong and when i was completely not doing anything wrong yeah and it took me a very long time to to fucking get through that that's what i'm working through uh <laughs> with uh with my uh i told you about my my shrink that i paddle surf with right no no my, okay <laughs> wait is this, this is... the person you're using to get over your constant well um... i mean i just go to a shrink Fear of shrink, but uh, but it, this guy he uh, instead of like he lives on on uh, the Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu, and instead of like sitting for fifty minutes in an office, he uh, he's on the beach, and you, and it's ninety minutes, and you go in, kind of check in, and then we grab paddle boards <laughs> and we go out onto the ocean, and we continue our session on paddle boards oh my God, that in the ocean awesome. with dolphins around, and like it's fucking crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, That's now super does, great. am I right in thinking? Uh, like on the two paddle boards, he's got a notebook and you're lying back. No, no, uh-uh. no, 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 no. There's not a chaise lounge I, I, on one We have stopped. Board. We have stopped for a moment and I have uh, gone on my back on the, uh, on the paddle board, but no, generally we're in motion. Right. It's are, crazy. Are, are you worried about the fact that, I mean, sound does care. If there are people, I'm assuming no one is anywhere near you because you're not going to have a Sometimes there are people, like if we're just out on the deck in the backyard, there are people around, um, but not that close. And yeah, sound yeah. doesn't travel that much. Yeah, because I guess in the ocean you've got the crashing of the waves and everything. Right. So that's a lot of white noise. Right, but when I'm out, when I'm surfing and I'm out past the waves that are breaking, when you're waiting for them and there's paddleboarders around, you know, you can hear conversations relatively far away from yeah, people right. that are surfing that are out waiting. Yeah, you know. no. And, no. And like, yeah, if we're ever close to somebody, we'll sort of, you know, try and get our own, you know, space yeah, yeah. and stuff. Uh, or or like if we're on the deck and they're, you know, the neighbors are home or whatever, we'll go for a walk along the beach or, or whatever. There are a lot of different ways to do it. Wow. But it, it was, I we rented his house uh, a couple years ago as a location for the show I do. And, uh, and, and I started talking to this guy cause he's a super nice guy. And it, like, he, it's like a moon doggy kind of place on the beach where yeah. it's like, it's all full of guitars and surfboards, but then also psychology textbooks. And, uh-huh. he, and he had just started this business and he told me about it. And I was like, I, I'm your next patient. That's, I will see you on Monday. I think I might call him also. Is oh, he affordable? He's fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Sliding scale. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Seriously, you should. He's like fucking fantastic. A really nice guy. And a very good shrink on top of it. Like, it's, it's, I, I can't help but laugh every time I leave because it's the most Southern California thing you could oh, possibly yeah. that's, do. That's, that's what everyone else across the country would make fun of oh, yeah. as a cliche, yeah. as a stereotype of yeah. yeah. But they make fun of it because they want to do it. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. a fu- it's ridiculous, but it's a great thing. 
If, yeah. I, if I could have every part of my working life involve the ocean, if I could just take meetings about putting the festival together while surfing, yeah. like I would be doing that. Like yeah. I, that's my goal is to have as much you of my life should. in the I water. Probably, people would go to that meeting. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a podcast festival this fall with, uh, with Graham Elwood. Right. And others, and Graham is a surfing buddy of mine. Yeah, so I mean, the idea did come up, come about, or he told me about his idea and asked if I wanted to be involved when we're out surfing together. And like, right. this is the way to do business. Of course, it is how to do. Yeah. It. Well, By the way, go to lapodfest.com for info on that. It's in right. October. It's a good time. But I guess that's that's sort of now it's sort of the equivalent of execs doing meet like having golf meetings. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Wait, California yeah, it's just to have a round of golf, and right. actually, it's just about a way of a less jerky version of that. Well, yeah. as a fan of the ocean, then how do you feel about the fact that the seafloor is littered with all of these parts from spacecraft? That's the thing. That's the, <laughs> that's the part of space travel that we don't really get into. The, yeah. the fucking litter part of it. They just drop them wherever they fall off. Yeah, yeah. it hadn't even occurred to me because obviously, there's and it's a real problem as well. Space debris. There's a lot of stuff orbiting the Earth now that just doesn't need to be there. Right. But, that, and that can pour, cause a potential problem in the future if it collides with some other shit that does is meant to be there. Yeah. Um, or could it also like enter our atmosphere and yeah, things burst fall into out of flames. Things do. Things I mean, generally, pretty often, don't they? Yeah, most stuff. I mean, most stuff as it sort of falls to earth does burn up completely because it's so ridiculously yeah fast and hot. But some stuff does occasionally make it through and fall. I mean, there was that fat satellite recently a few yeah. months ago that. They were worried, and they they can't really predict where it's going to land. They they can sort of go, hey, it'll be within this hundred square mile radius. Yeah, or even, hopefully even it'll just, fall in the middle of the Pacific. But there's yeah. a chance it'll fall on yeah. Kentucky. Within yeah. these two lines of latitude, anywhere on the Earth, it could be. You know, like they don't know where it's going to. Yeah, yeah, pretty. So yeah, it's it, most likely it'll land in the ocean because apart from the else, most of the Earth is ocean. Yeah, but it could just go through some farmers hand or whatever it just right but the, all these things that were just cast off that went into the ocean right away those are just sitting down there right off the coast of florida yeah but it's like it's probably created some sort of wonderful thing like a shipwreck right you know, right full so of the, exotic fish i'd imagine like that we, that'd we be imagine, an awesome thing to dive like if you're doing yeah. a wreck dive like oh, hell yeah like uh, pirate ship awesome but like space rocket like in just a bit of a if you're if you're gonna dive fourteen thousand feet deep, which is where this is, oh, is that where they are? it's a little bit yeah, difficult right, to do right. a skin. Yeah, dive. you'd probably have to do that in stages, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, Cameron could do it, right? Cameron could do it in one of those crazy bathyspheres or whatever that thing he's yeah. taking down is. And I guess Jeff Bezos isn't like Cameron in that I don't think he wants to personally go get it. I think he just wants to have it as a as a toy. I think he's one of those just rich people aspirations. Like I like space, so I want my own part of a but spacecraft. That's, but that's not the part that went to space. No, that's true. It's just the part that fell off right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good. It's point. like owning the stairs that took them up, or yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's you know still. Yeah, it's nice. Parts of it, it's but nice. Sure, but it didn't go to space. It's yeah, like it's, it's like having George Harrison's patch cable or something. Right, like, right. I would have had the Rickenbacker. But yeah, well, like you know, yeah, you know, the the pier that the Mayflower left from. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not, not as not as important. It never actually made the journey. It just it just sort of pushed it the yeah. first way he gave yeah. it a leg up there. gave it a boost yeah. it was there but anyway, so Bezos has been a lifelong fan of space I guess he was five years old and he watched the moon landing on TV supposedly you guys no I believe in the moon landing uh, and he yeah. became hooked on getting into space and NASA inspired him and with this endeavor maybe we can inspire a few more youth to invent and explore he wrote I don't know how inspiring it is to hear the, the uh, overwhelming the tale of overcoming all the odds to just bring up some garbage from the bottom of the ocean yeah, a yeah. Piece of a like it's, it's nice that he tried to put it in sort of lofty terms but he might as well have just gone I'm a millionaire yeah I'm, and I, yeah, <laughs> I'm the richest guy in the world yeah. and I just want to yeah I'm worth a fortune and this sounds cool yeah send Let's a million people to college yeah like <laughs> not as cool right? <laughs> yeah, I want to inspire kids. How about paying for their education yeah. instead of 
digging yeah. up rusty old uh, engines. It was either that or make a real working merlion. <laughs> merlion? Yeah, have you ever seen it? It's the, it's the national symbol of uh, Singapore. It's a mermaid that with a lion's head. That cannot be true. That yeah, cannot be true. Hold on a second. That can't be true. It up, it's got it a up. lion's head and a fish body, like a fish tail. Sure enough. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. Isn't it amazing That's... we can look that shit up right now? Yep. Verify it's... it right away. Let's have a look. It... That I will look at. The melee word is singalout. It's uh, singalout. That sounds like Chris Hardwick's show. Uh, Singa-lout. Um, it's a mythical creature with the head of a lion, the body of a fish, used as a mascot and national personification of Singapore. Yep. Um... And here's the world could be even easier to look up uh, as we get to a final story. Ooh. I can't believe like, that's a full on Andy Wood segue there. there. Right there. Right there. I don't know what's happening. Is without... anybody else getting their ankles bit the fuck up by? Uh, Are you getting by mosquitoes? mosquitoes? Yeah. Oh shit! It's only it's only my ankles that seem to get uh, bit up. Are your ankles exposed? I recommend yes. socks. You know, I have like half socks. Uh, okay, oh, I I full socks. maybe tuck, yeah. tuck your like the bottom of your trousers into the half like socks, a, like, like so you look like an explorer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jeez, I can't even. Oh well, no, I apologize sorry. on behalf of the or like a seventies okay. golfer. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, the world might be easier to search in a sec. Um, some guys in France have just demonstrated a, pl- a plugin uh, for Wikipedia called Swipe that lets you search far more specific things. And it, ba- it sort of basically lets you. Um, Start answering those questions like, "Who is that guy with the thing?" Uh, like right. uh, ah. in a more in a more natural conversational. Yeah, question. so you right. could you could search for things like one of the examples they give. Um, uh, you could search for uh, which actresses won Academy Awards when they're under thirty years old in the last twenty five years. Wow. Uh huh. All right. So it lets okay. you it lets you really kind of narrow down this data. Like, well, but I, you could also just go to you know. I mean, there haven't been that many it's, Academy Awards. How yeah. many? Yeah, how many more steps does it really take? I, I mean, I, this, I is, this is useful. An example, this is still. useful. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't mind doing the extra work of uh, looking up list of. Oh no, I'm 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 now fully 21st century up. I like any extra work. Yeah, yeah. Do you get, maybe if you give me amphetamines, then <laughs> we have you to turn into slacker or versus worker. Do you get the, the thing on on like uh, on Twitter or Tumblr or whatever it, where you make a reference and people are like, I don't know who that is. Uh, that fucking drives me crazy. <laughs> that drives me crazy. But then also when people do like the let me Google that for you thing. Could you have you seen let yeah, me Google that for yeah. you? Yeah. Like that drives me crazy too. Like both well, sides of it. Because you're both like, taking like, extra work to. Like the person who first asked the question, the amount of right. typing it took them to say, what is that? Yeah. It's the same amount of typing go to tape and look it up. Right. And you're the person who's at being your a fucking dick. computer. That's <laughs> yeah. what drives me crazy. Or your smartphone or whatever. And then the condescending prick who responds yeah. with the let me Google that for you also yeah. did extra that work to make That person could go outside them. and play yeah. for that extra five seconds. Yeah. Makes me crazy. People uh, do like to chime in on Twitter. They like to make, they really make sure you know they're there and they they're really there do. and they don't approve the thing you're talking about because they yeah. don't want to look it up. And that's what makes me mad too is like, uh, if I don't know something, I feel like I've done something wrong, and I should go and correct that. Like, if I don't get somebody's reference, then I'm like, ah, oh, I, I should, I should read up. I should know what that is. If somebody's throwing that reference around, I should know what that is. This is what this is breeds. This is this is the heart of a trivia champion and talking right, right here. Oh, this absolutely. is what makes you. This is why I fucking dominate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I feel like that's on me. It, it bothers me now that there's so many people who are like, I don't, I don't get what you said, and that's your fault. That's the end of it. You yeah. Know? I'm not going to do the work to get yeah. up to your level of knowledge on the thing. Makes me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. This is arrogance of people. Yeah. No, this is arrogance of people going. Well, this isn't. This doesn't apply to me. Therefore, it'll apply to no one. Right. That is the oh. worst kind of arrogance. I, I had I actually. I had that just last weekend in Denver, which in an otherwise lovely run. There was this woman who came up to me after the show, um, and just went, "Yeah, I didn't like your, your your jokes about politics and religion." And I went, "Oh, you know, every you know each of their own." And she was like, "Yeah, I don't. People don't like that. People, oh, I just went, people don't like that." And I just I went, speak for no, people yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I sort of said, um, 
well, you know, com- I, I did my standard, like, well, you know, comedy's subjective. Some people like things, some people don't. And she went, no, most people don't like that. And then she walked off. Oh, well, she's wrong. She's <laughs> yeah. Also, I like that she never said, I don't like it. She just said, yeah, like, people. like, maybe people she don't... even, that's like when you hear people at comedy shows who do the, oh, you know, or like, like the groan, like the groan yeah. rather than laugh and I'm like are you actually offended or do you feel like the groan is what you were obligated to do socially because the topic is supposed to elicit that so for everyone else sitting around you you want them to know I know we're all not supposed to laugh at this or they just grow up on Saved by the Bell yeah (laughs) 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 which like all of those situations did not warrant that ooh None of them did. Not a single one. Yeah, not a single time did they say anything that was ooh (laughs) inducing. Did you? Did you have the say by the? Oh yeah, yeah, fully. Kingdom. Okay, yeah. And and also, it's indirectly responsible for me being in this country. Really? Why? Because Saved by the Bell's producer also produced Last Comic Standing, which is what first got me over here. Peter Engel. Shit. Is that Mark Engel? Uh, Peter Engel. Peter Engel. Who's Mark Engel? I'm not sure, but um, let me Google that for you. (laughs) 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 Who is the guy who created Last Uh, Comic Standing? I'll be damned. All right, uh, that's but crazy. yeah, Peter Engel, uh, his success put him in a position financially and industry-wise where he could get Last Comic Standing off the ground, which yeah. indirectly resulted in us sitting here right in front of you. Wow! So, damned. Saved by the Bell got me here. Um, the uh, the shit on the uh, long distance Who knows? run. Got- maybe that one time I had to knock on that door. Maybe enough of an outcast to want to pursue comedy later. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Wow! It did nothing for any of the uh, California Dreams kids. No. It also didn't help Mr. Belding, who is can frequently be seen yep. in our neighborhood, oh, mere yeah. blocks away. He's, oh, yeah. he's a frequent patron at uh, at the Foxfire Room at oh, Ireland's Thirty Two. I've seen Mr. Belding many times in this neighborhood at bars. Yeah, oh wow. He's actually I know trying he goes to get to comedy clubs and stuff. Oh, does he? Oh yeah. yeah he's yeah. trying to get into. Uh, he wants to be the new um, GM, whatever the Vince McMahon character is on WWE. He wants to be oh, really? the principal of wrestling. Essentially, he's trying to get a Twitter campaign going. Well, for Screech that. Wow. did a stand up tour one once. Yeah, and he's one of those people. Like every so often, someone of that sort of level of celebrity will do one stand-up tour, which is what the like they will hit every market on one occasion, Once. which is enough time for the people to tell them, "Go, oh my god, it's him!" And then go, "Well, well, that, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why we thought that was a good idea." Yeah, <laughs> like every- yeah. yeah, and then he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, then he'll the next thing. Then he's doing his porn film, which was the next thing he did. That was repulsive. Saved by the smell. Um, yes, that was not he, good. Uh, some friends of mine um, were asked. Uh, to write jokes for him for his stand-up tour, and uh, and so they went to see him. I guess he was like working out some material in town, right. and so they went to see him just to kind of see what his like what his character was, what his what voice, his yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, and so they went, and he um, when a when a joke would not go well, he would give a little nod to the sound guy, and the sound guy would hit a thing, and the, there would be a sound effect that went wah wah oh screech. Oh, it actually wah, said. Wah, screech. <laughs> and they uh, they left early and they uh, did not write for him. Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, can you fucking imagine? I mean, it's... I know. I mean, you know, he's obviously, he's learned some humility. So I mean, yeah. it's not, it wouldn't be as horrifying for him. But like that makes my skin crawl. That's it's, awful. It's it's terrifying to think that people, th- yeah, people think they, they can just um, turn this fame they had in another pursuit into, well, of course, anybody can just get up and tell jokes as if it's not its own its own artistic form and, and, and specifically stand up like not not just kind of I would go maybe not with Screech but someone of a similar level of celebrity with maybe more of an interesting thing about them I would go to hear them 
talk about their yeah. life and just yeah, do Q and A. Yeah, yeah. A is that? Q&A. It would be much more interesting than trying. I actually walked in on the end of Screech's set. This is like seven years ago or so in Portland. I was walking by the venue he's performing in, and I just I didn't pay. You know, I just ducked my head in just because I was curious what was going on. Saw that his closer was him doing an impression of the character Matt Foley, motivational speaker from SNL. Oh, Doesn't that just <laughs> break your heart? So it's like that's what you would do, you know, when you're 12 years old at Monday morning at school to make your friends laugh. Oh, it's not what you would get on stage and charge money. Let's do who's on first. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, that's not even an impression. It's like you're doing another comedian's doing character. Doing somebody else's work. Yeah, yeah. It's like when they do the Muppets on Saturday Night Live, that's how I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah, like why, yeah. Why would you do the Swedish Chef? Somebody that's already a character that somebody else did. Yeah, or when a comedian does sense. an impression of when a comedian does an impression of someone like Bobcat Goldthwaite, I'm like, yeah. that's not an imp- that's a, that's a voice he also created. Like that's a right. character. You're not doing it. That's not like a person who just speaks the way they speak. And you found the yeah. in on how to do this crazy impression. Yeah, of let, the let real- me let me point out. Let me do an impression. And point out something weird about this real person. Yeah. Like, that's not a real person. No, that is it's a Bobcat character Goldthwait. He, he created. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. It's infuriating. Oh, bad comedy's the worst. I'm so fucking mad, and I'm, I'm covered in, in You're covered mosquito in, bites. I'm, I'm mad because I have no food down. in me, and I'm going to... Okay, in half an hour, it will have been exactly 72 hours. I'm just going to call this thing. I'm going to go get some pizza. At Joe <laughs> Is that the way to do it? I don't know if you're supposed to eat. Yeah, I think you want to ease it? your way back on. Aren't yeah, you? I, just, I think so. I think you want to ease your way back I just want some pizza. No, I understand. I, I know some friends of mine like, used to do it before they went to Glastonbury every year. So they'd completely clean their systems out and then just go on a massive drugs binge. And then oh. they go like, it hits you much harder because you've not eaten or done oh, any no. drugs. Because you've lost any tolerance to and anything. They, they're dead now. <laughs> that was the logic my friends and I used for giving blood in college. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So much cheaper to get drunk. Yeah. Uh, it worked. It definitely worked. Yeah, it absolutely did. And well, here comes a plan. On uh, that note, no, normally this point in the show, we would have Brooks on board to walk us through uh, some I, historical event in science that is interesting to him and to us. Um, but not today. Not, not today. today. We don't have Brooks. So in the meantime... Um, do you have any, any plugs, any upcoming things that you should know about? Uh, let's see. Oh, we're about to uh, – I do a little video podcast called Drink with Dave, and we're going to try and pay our crew this time around for season two. So we're doing nice. a Kickstarter. Nice. It's going up uh, April 10th. I'll be sending out info on Twitter and Facebook and Great. you know all of that Oh, yeah, and shit. do follow you on all of those as well. Oh, good, good, good. Um, and let's see. And how, uh, can we, how, can we, how can a listener to this also subscribe to that podcast or the uh, previous season? Go to adrinkwithdave.com. Excellent. And uh, yeah, we go, we go through that and Blip TV and, and uh, we're on iTunes. We're everywhere. We awesome. haven't made any new ones in a while, but we're about to do 16 weeks worth of new ones, which will wow. be really fun. You guys should be on. It'd be great. Absolutely. I like to drink. I like Dave. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> we might be doing it. Who knows where we'll be doing it? I don't even want to speculate right now, but that's coming up. Uh, Mapping the Heavens at UCB on April 19th. We the don't know who's going to be with, on. Uh, Rob Delaney. Yes, that's correct. You've been on. Uh, no, you I've never been on that I one. Have not you haven't? On. No. I thought you had. No, I've been, I've been around when you've been doing it. That's right. That's yeah. what I was thinking. You haven't been on. Well, you should both be on. That'd Thank be great. You. Yeah, we'll work it out. Excellent. Excellent. You you are in every uh, gay uh, comedy show that I ever go to. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's two. I've been to like two gay comedy shows, and you've been in both of them. Which two are those? Uh, Aaron Foley's one. Are uh, the improv? Yes. Uh, and then something Scott, Scott before Silverman's that. One? I don't know. No. I don't know. I thought that was the only gay gay comedy show I've done. Maybe, maybe Why Akbar? They, to the Say listener, it? maybe Akbar. I don't think so. To the new listener, did you go, oh, did you go up to the Ventura Comedy Club? No, no, never been there. Huh. Some other British guy. Hmm. 
Hmm. All right, so maybe one. If listeners didn't know, that's notable because Matt is not gay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. No, we yeah. should. But I do out. have great cheekbones. He, yeah, <laughs> excellent. The highest Good structure. The highest Good structure. Uh, Dave also forgot to mention he's going to be doing the Friday 40 at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. That's this right. This should be out before that. So Okay, good. Look for that on April Saturday, 5th, April, April 14th. 14th. At Helium Comedy Club, I believe it is at 7.30. But um, you Great. can go to BridgetownComedy.com to see that. That'll be uh, The schedule will be posted by the time this is up. Um, and actually, you can also see Matt at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Yeah, good. doing a couple of things, including Setlist. We'll be doing that. Yep. And that's a great show that uh, is all improvised. Improvised stand-up. I guess you could describe it better than I can. Yeah, it's a a really fun show. It's Troy Conrad and Paul Provenza producing it. And the deal is every comic, we get like top comics up, but rather than doing their normal material, we give them seemingly random two or three word phrases and go, this is your set list. This is what... Yeah. This is what this bit of material is about. And then just watch them riff and pretend that that's the material they've been doing for years. Oh, I love it's it. It's phenomenal. It's so great. And and the actual set list topics you guys come up with are yeah. incredible. Well, it, it, they've got better and better over the years of, now, of over the time they've been doing the show of getting it. The idea is to make it specific enough that it pushes you in a direction, but vague enough that it could go anywhere. So, yeah. so we'd never do families or pets, but we'd also never go like... Uh, the very first time that you lost your virginity uh, between the ages of 16 yeah, 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 and 18 yeah. or whatever. You, it, oh, hi. It's, uh, it would be something like... Uh, Lighthouse Menagerie. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> things that things that would be written the exact yeah. way you would write down your notes to yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boob embargo. Oh, I mean, does it? It's so when, great. When is that? Where That's is that? going to be Sunday, April fifteenth, at the Bossa Nova Theater at Bridgetown at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. This is all in, and Port- we're also doing Portland. it monthly at, uh, oh, at Nerd Melt so as well. LA so people were doing it monthly at Nerd Melt too. Okay, good. Nerd Melt Theater on Sunset Boulevard in LA monthly, but yeah, the Bridgetown County Festival is in Portland, Oregon. If we didn't mention that, but yeah, so. as always, um, do find do find Dave Holmes on Twitter and Facebook and all that kind of thing. Okay. Follow his podcast and um, Thanks. any uh, corrections, any comments about our podcast, do email in uh, probablyscience.com and Twitter at probablyscience and probably so science on. at gmail. Everything probably science will go to us. Yeah, yeah. So find that and yeah, any corrections, comments, criticisms compliments dance moves naked Ad- photos adv- advice on more more um, effective cleanses than the one I'm doing yes uh-huh. reasons why Andy is wrong yeah free juices compressed juicery <laughs> or use the publicity right or mental health professionals who also uh, engage in extreme sports uh-huh. anything like that would be yep. great alright so, you guys I, I'm gonna go eat yeah, yeah. Eat, eat Andy's about to faint <laughs> so we need to go get some yeah. food and Tim some proper food alright but in the meantime thank you thank very you much for having me thank you very much thank, thank you, you Dave, Dave Holmes. Holmes yes and we will see you next week 